0: I want, to, I want to talk with you as we open up this series about God's intentions toward you. Blessing God's intentions towards you. It's all through, all through the Bible. In fact, if you would, if you would go to uh, BibleGateway.com and just plug in the word blessing, blessed, bless, if you would do that, you'd be amazed how many times it comes up. It runs through the entire word of God. That's what God does for us. We're going to go to the book of Numbers, chapter 6. Okay, Okay. I'm going to read this. It's known as the blessing, the Aaronic blessing. It was the blessing that God said to give to his people. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, Thus you shall bless the sons of Israel. You shall say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. So they shall invoke my name on the sons of Israel, and I then will bless them. God's intentions towards the people of God has always been to bless them. And it began in the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve. Mark Batterson says that God is in the blessing business and his children, and as his children, blessing is our birthright. In fact, if we believe that, if we believe that our birthright as the people of God and the child of our Heavenly Father is blessing, it brings us into a whole other way of serving God and an outlook on life that is so much different than what this present world wants to uh, compel us to do. In fact, if we doubt this, if we doubt this, we become the tail and not the head. But God, his word tells us in Romans chapter five, verse 17, has appointed us to reign in this life through the grace of Jesus Christ. Can someone say amen? Praise God. Now, we're not talking today about just a blessing club. But the big idea is that God blesses you. God blesses me so that we can fulfill the purpose that God has for us, that we can bless others and we can bring forth his goodness and his presence in this world, in our home, in our neighborhood where we live. Praise God. You and I, you and I are part of God's plan A. The enemy wants to tell us that it's just us and we're the only one in our family that's serving him, or that no one will listen to us, or if we, if we bless someone in the supermarket that they won't believe you, who are you, what are you about? This is God's plan A for this world, praise his name. And there's some things that I want to share with you today from God's word that, that reinforce why or how God's intentions are towards us, his blessing, his intentions towards us. God has called us, church, to be his people, a holy nation. Can someone say amen? Yeah. A, a, a people that worship God and serve the Lord and serve him. He's called us to be a light to the nations, and God wants you. And me to know that he loves you, he cares for you, he is with us, he cares for your children, he cares for your home, he cares for your future, and he is committed to blessing you so that you can flip the blessing to other people to bring God's presence and goodness in their life. Can someone say amen? Yes. So that you can be a blessing wherever you go. He wants you to make it. Can someone say amen? He wants you to make it. You can take back what the enemy has stole. You can do it. We don't have to be conformed to this world, but we can be transformed and changed by the power of God and his blessing because he, through Jesus Christ, is committed. He is committed to bringing us And building us up in his spirit so that as the children of God we can walk in all the blessings and the promises of God in our life. And we can expand the territory for the name of Jesus Christ. Praise God. Amen. I pray for Noah next week as he goes to India that God will use him to be a light to the nations. I thank God that the superintendent of Cuba is coming who is a light to the nation of Cuba. And those churches are rapidly multiplying and they're fulfilling the purpose of God on their life. And I thank God that you and I, as part of Grace Assembly, that we can partner with the Lord and we can be a blessing to other people. And we're not just in the consuming business, but we're in the blessing business. Praise God. Amen. God is good, isn't he? God's unwavering intent. Genesis 1, 27 and 28. God created man. That's Adam. We call Adam, it's Adam. But it stands for it the word is actually humanity. In his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. God's unwavering intent from the very beginning was to bless Adam and Eve, humanity, so they could fill the earth with his presence and his way. So that they could be salt and light, so they could, they would lead and govern and fill the earth, fill the created earth. And God's intentions for you and for me and for his church are the same today. He's never intended that the church is just a collection box only, but we are a launching pad in the strong name of Jesus. Yeah. Taking the good news of the gospel and blessing people. Darren Stoffer has a Facebook group page, and Darren, it's you'll have to give it to me. I know it's obedience, but. Adventures in Obedience, yeah, sign up for that. It's good. good. But what it is, and last, last fall, um, Darren and Greg Henderson and Gary Smith uh, led Regenerate, and the whole point of it was, was how that God wants to use us, has equipped to use us, and they actually ended up the class with the whole class going out, and having opportunities to bless people, and and to uh, be a witness if you would. And so, um, just if you get on that, you would see it. Uh, there's a lot of examples of it. But what happens, friend, is this: when we ask the Lord to make us a blessing, and we go to the supermarket, and there's someone in line that's there or in the airport, or in the hospital, or you know someone in your neighborhood, and you say to them, how can I pray for you? you? We will be surprised at how God will use us. You make the difference between hopelessness and hope. That's the blessing of God that God wants us to bless other people with. He called Adam to, to establish God's kingdom and to be vice regents on his behalf. That means simply his ambassadors called to develop our world and our culture that's around us. It's why we do the party in the park on Halloween evening. We want to be light in the darkness we had 1100 people last last october that came out on that evening and they heard the testimonies and the singing and the joy and the fun and the games It was there that we went to Aberdeen, Bel Air. They had no place for us. Hey, how many know there's more than one town around here? Amen. And Aberdeen has opened their arms and the mayor said, anytime you want to come. And he's got reelected, so I'm taking that. We're going to do it again this year. (laughs) Praise God. All right. But we're going to take the light to the darkness and be a blessing to people Praise God, because the enemy of this world wants to say that you are defeated, that the church is sort of irrelevant anymore. I want to say, don't listen to the propaganda of the enemy and some in the media or what you hear in the universities that the church is passe and it's culturally irrelevant and it's dying. I'm going to tell you, in the United States of America, not only in the world, The church that strongly believes the message of God and of worshiping God and sacrificing and moving forward, the church, even in America, that believes that they are growing vibrantly, they're growing. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Yes. Because the darker the night, the brighter the light. But If we ever compromise and say, well, we're going to conform to this world, we lose the blessings of God. How many understand that? We do it in our own strength. But this gospel that God has given to us, this blessing, it is the gospel that saves and brings the joy and it brings God into our lives and into people's lives that changes us and forgives us and sets us free. Praise God, amen. That's what it's all about. God's original blessing towards us. It was God's original blessing towards us even before original sin. He blessed them. The first words out of God's mouth that are recorded, he blessed them and said, you be fruitful. You multiply, you lead, you govern, you establish my presence in all the earth. It's because we are made in his image. We're his representatives. So God gives us blessings to fulfill our purpose. In fact, Second Peter, Peter wrote in the second book of Peter chapter 1, 3 said that God has given to us everything that pertains to life and godliness, praise his name. It doesn't mean that blessing is a, the blessing of God is an immunity card against pain and suffering, because Jesus said, in this world you will have what? Anybody? Trouble. But he also said what? Yes. Yes. Be of good cheer, rejoice, I have overcome the world. I heard somebody saying today, trust the process. Thank you, Pastor Bobby. Trust the process. The end of the the book has not been written, praise God. In fact, even God's word says this, even when we are faithless, God remains faithful to you. That's the blessing of God, even to draw us back to the Lord. And so through the Bible, it is a connecting cord, the blessing of God. Ephesians 1.3 says this, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. How many know that's a big bucket? How many know that's a big bucket? Every, every spiritual blessing. How many know that, Second Peter chapter one, he's given us everything that pertains to life. How many know that's pretty big too. How many think God has you covered? Amen, God has us covered. But God does not bless disobedience and God doesn't bless pride or greed or laziness either. We've got to position ourselves for God's blessing. We believe, yes Lord, yes I'm your child And you've said from the very beginning that you bless your people. You bless my life. We believe that. We claim that by faith. We claim that the one who melts the hearts of stone. Did anyone see those lyrics? Jesus paid it all all to him. He who, who changes the leopard spots and melts the heart of stone. That's the God that we serve, praise God. So we come to the Lord and we believe by faith and we lay hold of the promises of God. And we move forward in that and we say, Lord, I want to position myself. I want to love you. I want to worship you. I want to serve you. Lord, that your blessings are on me and I can be a blessing to other people. You know, I... I know what it's like when people disappoint you. I know what it's like when family members, um, I mean, family members, or I'm, just, I'm not gonna go with family members. There's, some people can aggravate the daylights out of us. How many know what I'm talking about? And if you have to be married to one of those, I am being careful. <laughs> or you're praying for someone so god it's not going to change and so we try to change it by our own selves god's word is very clear the anger of man does not work the righteousness of god now we can guilt people we can force people we can shame people but if it's in their heart if it's in their heart and it's not something that the Lord has done and they've opened their life up to, I'm telling you, it's just like a rubber band. You better be careful shooting rubber bands. You ever have one snap back at you? Yes. And, um, but, but with God, all things are possible. Genesis to Revelation, God is in the blessing business. The covenants. One of the really neat ways, the cool ways to understand the Bible is uh, is to go through the, the covenants. What the covenants are, are systems that God introduced to bring this world into relationship with him. That's all the covenants are. Adam and Eve. It's called the Adamic covenant. But Adam and Eve. Multiply, be fruitful, fill the earth and rule over it, govern it, lead it, make a difference, be salt and light, change the culture. That was Adam and Eve. Then there was Noah. And the unfortunate thing, the unfortunate thing is every covenant, every covenant failed along the way. Uh, Some are still in existence. We'll get there in just a moment. But, Adam and Eve failed God. You know, the Lord spoke to them in chapter 1, and in chapter 2 already they failed God. Remember that? God said, I bless you with everything. Everything. The Garden of Eden. By the way, God's purpose, God's purpose is found in the end of Revelation. There's going to be a new heavens and a new earth. Can someone say amen? The will and the purposes of God will not be denied and as god walked in fellowship with him every day in the cool of the evening the bible says this that in that day there will be no be no sun that's needed for the lamb of god will take the night away he's going to be the eternal sun new heavens new earth fruitfulness blessing healing for the nation for the nations and this world might seem like a mess right now but the end of this book has not been is not over yet it's not been fulfilled yet but the covenants Noah, God cleansed the earth, and it wasn't long before they went right back to it. And then God said to Abraham, he said, through you I will bless all the nations, all the people of the earth. But God, this is the deal, church. We often know God as Father. We know him as provider. We know him as healer. But the covenants brought us into a special relationship where God asked us to partner with him, partner with him. So he gives to the people of his covenant the tools and resources to carry out that covenant. For Israel, he gave them the promised land. Do you know what the promised land was all about? You know what Israel was all about? What it was about? The, the, the world had, it had moved away from God, and God said, okay, I'm going to choose a nation. It's not because they're, they're special. It's not because they're wealthy, rich, or they're a great athlete, but I'm going to choose a people, and simply because of my grace and love, I'm going to give them a name, and they're going to be called my people. And they're to carry the Word of God there to be a light to the nations. And he called them Israel. And what he gave them that land, the promised land. Unfortunately, even Israel, except for the remnant, um, walked away from God. But in Jesus Christ, can someone say, Praise God? The new covenant, he is the one who fulfilled. All the prophecies in the Old Testament. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. He is the faithful high priest who could execute and carry out this new covenant. And I want to talk with you about this. Ray, we're going to go to Jesus Christ. All the promises of God are yes and amen. The Bible says this, that all the promises that have been predicted and prophesied and that God had, for his people are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. For all have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding yes, and through Christ are amen, which our yes ascends to God for his glory. And so, all the promises of the prophets, they're yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Can someone say amen? How about Isaiah, when he said, when you walk through The flood, I'll be with you. When you go through the fire, you'll not be overcome. I am your healer. How about that? I am your provider. I am am the captain of the salvation, uh, your captain of your salvation. He knows the way through the wilderness. He's our savior, our creator. God's word says that all things are created through Jesus Christ and all things hold together in him, our deliverer, our baptizer with the Holy Spirit. And then when he instituted the new covenant, he set in motion the church. Can someone say praise God? Amen. This is why we can say, I'm going to see a victory. Praise God. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. Because all the promises of God are yes and amen in him. And for the church, he has given to them. Ephesians chapter 1, 22 and 23 He has given to them all things have been placed in subjection under the feet of Jesus and he gave him as the head over all things to the church which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Can someone say, praise you Lord that we are your body. Praise God. Praise the Lord. We are his body. He loves his body. He loves it. Like a man loves a bride and he gives things to us that we can fulfill the great commission and we can teach and baptize and disciple people. The, um, one of the things that I've always, I've always hoped for, um, we have now seven grandkids. And, uh, uh, but I, one of the things, I, wanted, I always wanted a grandchild that would like to fish with me and crab with me and uh, all it's just not everyone's cup of tea that's all I thought it was but it's not you know and so I, I found out the grandkids are more into catching than fishing how many knows the difference yeah fishing gets really boring catching's always excited well but I've got one and I don't think he's in church today but I've got one and he loves to crab and fish with me and then then he said, I'd like to go hunting with me. Well, I'm going to tell you. I'm burning Amazon up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Buying stuff, things, providing things, making it possible. You know what I'm saying? Because he's flowing with, I love that kid. I love that kid. And so we... Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we sit there, and uh, if you're squeamish, just you know, plug your ears. But anyway, the the problem with this world hunting is the movie Bambi. That's what the problem. <laughs> it's informed too many people. <laughs> but anyway, he saw he he saw saw a deer coming. I said, "There it is, John. There it is." And uh, for one reason or another, uh, didn't. Uh, didn't pull the trigger, that's okay That's alright so then he said to me, he said, Papa look, he said now I understand why you do it my hands are shaking, he said my knees are shaking, my heart is pounding he said, now I understand why you do it you know? but then he wanted to go again the next day and I said, oh great because the Lord loves us we enter into his blessings, can someone say amen, yes, don't ever don't ever Doubt what God has for you. God's default setting, his intentions towards us are his default setting, his blessing. It's beyond what we can ask or think. God has asked us to be partners in his covenants. One of the things that we've asked on, on the sign-up sheet, you'll notice a little item, Fasting fasting. It's a powerful spiritual discipline. And um, uh, I'm, I'm blowing through water bottles right now. God asked me to go on a fast of no, no nutrition, a seven-day fast, and I've cleared it with my doctor. And um, I've been on fast before, but this is, this is the most challenging for me. And um, my wife, Chris, said, "You seem a whole lot more mellow this time," and uh, I think I am. Uh, this past year has been a great time of victory and the blessings of God. But if you play, if you play on the first team. How many know in athletics you get nicked and banged up? You get nicked up and banged up. In fact, I'll be so bold to say that if we're not nicked up and banged up serving the Lord, we might be riding the bench too much. I think this is part of it. And so the Lord, uh, I, I didn't know that was the original reason that I said yes to the Lord. But the coolest thing has happened. The days like they're dragging on forever. Seems like there's 48 hours in a day. The Lord also asked me, challenged me to pray one hour a day. You might think that's not a long time. I just challenge you to try it. Most of us can't pray five minutes. How, how many know that? Yeah. How, because it's just our mind, it's wandering. Oh my goodness. All the things we've got to do. And so I've dedicated this to the Lord. And The amazing thing is I found that that time before the Lord, I've broken up in half-hour segments, flies quicker than any other time in my life praying. There's a place that God has for us of blessing as we draw near to the Lord, as we cut out those things that occupy our time and our concern. And for part of this has been even a mellowing, just, uh, I just want to withdraw. But what God has replaced that with is my heart and my mind being towards him, drawn towards the Lord. Praise God. Praise the Lord. So I'm praying for for vision and power, for grace, the... um, What we've done over there, that's a launching pad. Praise God. Can someone else say amen? Yes. That's what it is, a launching pad. That's not the end of the matter. And God's default setting is beyond what we can ask or think. God has for you things that are beyond what you can even imagine. The things that you think are impossible are possible with God. God has things for us that we've not even thought about. And God will use us if we take the opportunity to obey the Lord. Can someone say amen? So we go into this future in 2020. I am confident that he who began a good work in us is going to bring it to completion. Praise God. Amen. I am confident in what the Lord asks us. He asked us to do that, and we are enjoying it, and we've said yes. What we said with that is yes and amen, that all the promises of God are fulfilled in Christ Jesus. There were some that said, don't do that. What are you doing? You know, you need to, you know, just sort of settle down. And you've heard me say, no, I don't want to settle down. I want to saddle up. How about you? Yes, there's, there's, God's called us to be a light in our community to be a light to the nations. But God is for us. Think of this. He is with us and God is in us. He's for us because he's made us in his image. And like you, like you love your sons and your daughters, God is our heavenly father. And how many know he's a good, good father? He is for us. And he's with us. Jesus came. Emmanuel, and he's in us. He's given the Holy Spirit to us to be with us and empower us. We are blessed to bless, and obedience to God brings his blessings. God wants to bless your life, not curse your life. Listen, you are not in this alone. We can accomplish a certain amount of things on our own strength, but with the blessings of God, He brings us to places that we could never even imagine. I want to ask this. What does God want you to do this year? What does God want you to believe him for? What bold prayer does he want you to pray? What area, what thing is God asking you to say yes In obedience to the Lord. When we do that, we position ourselves to receive the blessings of God that make rich and add no sorrow to them. Praise his name. Amen. Praise God.